Yes, hello and welcome to episode 35 of the End-to-End Football Podcast. Our regular host, Stuart, has gone a bit able today. He might join us midway through the podcast. We shall wait and see. Sean, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Not a good result this week, but yeah, I'm here. And Abbas, how are we doing? I'm all right, man. I'm good. I'm good. Happy. Near the top of the table. That's what matters. Speaking of the table, do you want to run run through the results? Yeah, let me run through the results. So, uh, we got Huddersfield versus Spurs. That was a 4-0 win for Spurs. West Ham versus Swansea. So, 1-0 win for West Ham. Can you imagine Stewart didn't turn up after that? <laughs> uh, it's West Brom versus Watford. 2-2 draw. Dramatic end as well. Uh, Stoke versus Southampton. 2-1 to Stoke. Man United versus Crystal Palace. <clears throat> 4 0 to Man United. <laughs> Boom. Uh, we've got Bournemouth versus Leicester. Ball draw. 0 0. And we got Chelsea versus Man City. And Man City won that 1 0. Today's game Arsenal versus Brighton. We got 2 0 for Arsenal. Everton versus Burnley. 1 0 for Burnley. And of course, the last game of the weekend Newcastle versus Liverpool, which ended 1 1. Yay! Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> right. Might as well start off with the the biggest game of the weekend, Chelsea v Man City. Who wants to kick this off? Boy, I'll start this one off. Boy. What can you say about the game? It was just a poor performance by Chelsea, really. I mean, the one nil scoreline doesn't say nothing about the game because it should have been a lot more. City were just applying the pressure all over them. They didn't really stand a chance. It was only a matter of when they were going to score. I mean, Morata had an earlier chance in the game, but he headed it over and then he went off injured. And that's just about where it ended for Chelsea. Because instead of bringing another striker, he brought on a winger. L. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) An absolute L. I, oh man, I mean, the football Man City were playing was beautiful. You know, De Bruyne, he was just having a field day. You know I mean, he must have thought he's playing Chelsea kids because he was embarrassing out there. It's absolutely embarrassing. Sané running at them, Sterling running at them. I mean, even Fabian Delph was looking like a decent player. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah that's not even a lie either. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, you know, I looked, I was like, whoa, is this Delph playing at left back? You know what I mean? This is how. How uh, for me personally, this is how bad Chelsea were. You're making Fabian Delph look like a decent left back. I mean, come on, man! <laughs> if that doesn't sum up your performance, I don't know what will. As for I mean, Chelsea, <clears throat> I struggle. Who can really come out of that game? I thought Christensen had a uh, sort of decent game. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, the rest, uh, you know, average to poor. You know, maybe you, I suppose you can't blame Courtois for for the goal, but you know it was. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't getting anywhere near that before. <laughs> exactly, yeah, anywhere near it. But exactly, wonderful, wonderful yeah. finish. That, but for me, the problem. I'm gonna we're gonna kick this straight off because I mean Roy Hodgson is kind of getting away with it at the moment. He's 
He's he's on, he's on a grace period. You, you know, you've played Man City, you've played Man United, you're about to play Chelsea. You're having a little bit of grace period. But believe after this three games, you no know more grace period for you, mate. You know, I mean, you'll be straight in the fire line for these L's. But this week's L is going to go to Conte. For me, playing at home, that's it's a big thing. You can't play at home and he's, he's basically tactically set up like the away team. You know, you'd have thought they were playing at, you know, City Stadium. The substitution is my biggest problem. When Morata came off with a hamstring injury, instead of putting on Batshuayi, you know, whether he's a top quality striker or not, and putting on Willian, for me, he just showed what, you know, your ambitions for that game. He was just basically just happy for a draw. It backfired. He lost. And really and truly, it should have been 5 0, even 6. Yeah, so, Mr. Conte, this one's for you, mate. I was absolutely disgusted. You know, you know what? There's a couple of things I, I want to add. This is probably one of the very few times you'll see an away team completely dominate at Stamford Bridge. They had 62% of possession, 17 shots, six on target. <laughs> um, they had uh, 656 passes compared to Chelsea's 395. Most of them oh, were long man. balls as well, trying to go in behind, which didn't work. Um, I just, I, you know, I can't understand it. We had Kante trying to do everyone's job, trying yeah. to attack, trying to defend. You had Fabregas trying to, um, con- you know, control the tempo of the game, but every time he put his head up, he couldn't see any players. The substitution for putting William, I think he outsmarted himself. <laughs> on paper, it, it may be have good, maybe a good, good idea. You know, you put Willian, uh, Hazard, and I don't, can't remember who was on the other side. You know, two small, fast players that just want to buzz in between and then Fabregas can probably find them. But what tends to happen was, because they weren't getting the ball, Willian and the other guy were so deep, by the time someone like Fabregas picked up the ball, he looks no up did. and goes, um, I've only got Hazard. Now you're knocking the ball long to Hazard. You're wasting Hazard <laughs> completely. It's a complete waste of time. And every time he did cut the ball, he tried to make something happen, win a free kick here and there. But it was too far in between. Uh, but this is what, what, what his managers do. forget, you know, with strikers, that the movement of a striker is different. Now, obviously, Hazard yeah. is 10 times a better player than Batshuayi, whatever his name is. But Hazard's, Hazard's uh, positioning is nowhere near where Batshuayi is going to position himself with with Man City on the ball. If you look at where Morata, how Morata was positioned, he wasn't really trying to come back and win the ball. He was sort of just staying back, staying up front, trying yeah, to, you exactly. know, always sort Hazard of get- leave, leaving something as an option. Whereas some of these wide players, you know, they want to come back in, you know, and, and get the ball back. Do I was a couple about, of dribbles, just about to say, Hazard kept coming know. to drop the, you know, kept dropping to get the ball, to then turn. And when he does that, he, he's being a number 10, which means he has three defenders or two defenders doing nothing. So Man City's defenders are now doing nothing. They have no job. They're just watching you play all over there. That's easy because you can just stand there and go, hey, you can just tell the midfielders where to step to close all the gaps down. Yeah. And now Chelsea have to go backwards or they will just lose the ball. And this is why I made, this is why I was just finding it hilarious. I kept seeing Kante trying to, you know, take the ball from deep and dr- driving forward. But then he, he's lucky he was hitting a brick wall every time. 
because he had to go through two or three players. And on the other note, we had players like David Silva. Every time he got the ball, it was a, it was like a 15-yard circle around him. He, yep. So much space. <laughs> <Even> <laughs> so Dubrovnik, much space. Same thing. It was like everyone was allergic to him. He had some sort of disease. They were like, I don't want to go near him. <laughs> Every time he got the ball, he was in space. De Bruyne doing you, the same thing. Sterling. How Sterling. many chances did Sterling have? How, how many uh, opportunities to put a decent cross in did he squander? Oh, yeah, mate, where he was just saying. by himself. Him, himself, he should have put the game to bed because he had loads yeah. of opportunities. The cross he fluffed, the shots he fluffed. I would have subbed him after the second <laughs> opportunity, if I'm honest. Yeah, and and really, and I said it before the pod, Kante looks so uncomfortable out there. Do you know what I mean? He, he, he almost looked like an average player, but obviously he's not an average player. just the fact that the way he was set up, you know, he, he's literally out there by himself against Fernandinho, De Bruyne and, and Silva in that midfield with Salah coming, uh, not Salah, Asane coming in to support them. He was just, oh, you know, and like you said earlier, he's, you see him out on a left wing, right wing, yeah, at the just, back. It, it oh. was, um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't know, understand what his game plan is. And I mean, to be honest, as I was watching the game, I was thinking if he somehow sneaks a goal now and gets it 1-1 or sneaks a goal and gets it 1-0, hmm. everyone will turn around and say what a great defensive performance it was, blah, blah, and blah. And it wasn't. But it wasn't. It honestly wasn't. That was that was shocking for him, to be honest. But then, of course, now what, what we're going to get is everyone talking about Pep and his scintillating football and all the rest of that, forgetting that he only won 1-0. But, you know, that's my Pep hate glasses on. So I'm, gonna, I'm not going to take it away from him. I think I'll tell, I'll tell you was what, right. I'll, I'll try to refrain my normal Pep, Pep, uh, Pep hate and, and give him a compliment that these players, they're playing, you know, the kind of football that, you know, he wants, you know, the movement and all this kind of stuff, you know. Odd players in odd positions, i.e. Fabian Delph as a left back, you know, looking half decent. But for me, I find some, sometimes these games are one-off, you know. You play Delph again in the next game as left back and he's going to look silly. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and as you've said as well, you know, football is a funny game because they really and truly, with the chances they made, it should have been a 4-0, 5-0. Yeah, but Chelsea had about two or three really good chances where they could have sneaked it, as you said. And everyone, again, would sensationalise it the other way. Oh, yeah, tactically this and blah, blah, blah. When really and truly Chelsea, they were lucky to get away with a, with only a 1-0. But a pep side will always give you chances, you know. I, yeah. I don't think this team, this team, it, you know, it's not, it's not obviously Barcelona. You never have that kind of team again, you know. But, um, you know, the football they're playing is definitely... Very attractive, and uh, that's as far as you get of a compliment towards Pep from me, mate. To go further on that, he has got them all playing very well because if you see, they all move together as a team. Mm, they, the they pressing, just, and, yeah, mm, and so they press, silky, yeah, yeah. It's mad the way that they press. They just they just onto you in a, in a, in an instant. They just mm. you ain't got no. It's not time. one guy, is it? It's not nah. one guy just trying to press, and everyone just sort of. Strolling exactly. about. I think we even said it last season. When it works, it's spectacular. Mm. It looks beautiful. Like I said, I, I've yeah. never seen David Silva so free in my life. I've never seen him so empty. Like, you know what David Silva's capable of doing. Yet he was always free. So when it works, it's beautiful. Like even a goal. De Bruyne's goal. What a goal, by the way. Huh. Left foot. Water. Outside I think the he, box. Yeah, oh, left foot man. outside the box. I would... Actually, actually, there's someone I want to give credit to, Jesus. I didn't think he could play as a number one striker by himself. 
Maybe it was Chelsea were having a bad day, but he didn't look out of place. He looked he like pl- he, he was played strong, well. like he, he was played fast. Well. Yeah. But and even this though- game, finishing was a bit, was dodgy, you know. Yeah. He, yeah, he yeah. did squander quite a few chances where, and this is the thing sometimes as well, like you get into the latter stages of a Champions League, for example, and as a striker, you might just get two chances the whole game or even one. Yeah. You've got to put that away. That will decide the whole tide. You get what I mean? You know, you're not going to get seven chances <laughs> every day. like. Yeah, you know, but yeah, he definitely played true. well. But I think, yeah. And again, I have to wonder, when Dev- Kevin De Bruyne played that pass, he ran in between two Chelsea players and then left them for dead and then picked up the ball right in front of goal. Someone had to be there. Mm. Someone had to have been there. And I think that that was a, that's a worrying thing for Can- for um, Conte to think about because someone yeah. had to be there. You and know I, I, I don't know if do. I don't know if Chelsea suffered from you know the football syndrome of patting yourself on the back. You know they won at Atletico Madrid on Wednesday or Tuesday, whenever it was. You know, and they were, everyone was waxing lyrical about what a great performance it was, winning at Atletico, tough stadium, all this kind of stuff. But you know, it's early in the season. Atletico is not. You know, this not this is this ain't twenty fourteen Atletico. Do you get what I mean? So, yeah, I think yeah. they did they did overhype that a bit. Yeah, but yeah. that's a, that's another story, and we might as well move on. We were speaking of uh, Jesus playing up front, and this game featured a striker that's in the form of his life, basically Harry Kane. As Spurs beat Huddersfield four 0 two more goals. I mean, yep. this guy. My, uh, this price. <laughs> his finishing is bad. I don't, I don't know what more you can say, man. Well, you his know. finishing is definitely going to be good if you keep giving him chances like the first one. Ah, that's in the back. <laughs> what was he thinking? Missing. Uh, missing it. And then just Harry Kane out of all people. And the moment you saw him going forward, you just knew he's going to find a corner. Don't know oh, which one just yet. He's going to find a corner. <laughs> when he put it in, Mate, it doesn't I matter which corner. <laughs> Yeah, I literally just thought, I'm not blaming the keeper. I can't, there's no unlucky keeper and just walked off. That, it's, just, you know, it's not your fault, man. They, they put you against a robot when it comes to shooting. You're, you're going to get beaten. It's just, it is oh, what it man. is. And he, He's an immense and striker. His second goal. He's an immense striker. Oh. His second goal was, oh. With his weak foot. Come on. <laughs> that was. That I was, was wondering why they let him run in the first place. Like, because he was, he turned, and I was thinking, mm. "Oh, come on, it's Harry Kane turning, man! Yeah. Lads, get tight, <laughs> get tight." Two seconds. Yeah, but you know Both. what? I hear what you're saying. They shouldn't have let him run, but you know what? If that guy gets anywhere near goal, he's gonna unleash some type of rocket <laughs> of a shot, shot yeah. and yeah. you are not gonna get nowhere near it. It's going in. Like you might as well just let him be in it, and that's what they done. They let him be. <laughs> they definitely let him be. <laughs> <laughs> and he punished him I mean that defender I don't know what he was doing because I, I rewound it three or four times I was thinking <laughs> what did you actually think he was going to accomplish by doing what you tried to do why not just try and clear the ball like a normal defender or a normal person human being would do <laughs> and get it away nope you thought you'd be smart and you got punished one yeah. yeah yeah, yeah. Way, I mean, well, well out of his jurisdiction with that move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I felt sorry for the keeper because both of those those goals he weren't saving. I mean, I don't even know why he died for the second one. That's, <laughs> that was as pinpoint into the corner as it could have been. Curled around yeah. his hand, like just just. And I said but, no anger towards him. If he just stood yeah. still and watched it. And that's what Spurs did. Spurs generally. I thought very good performance away from home. I mean, he is a 
promote a team and all that, but it's the the contrast the between world. the away performances and their home performances is getting more and more um <laughs> more and more stuck. You know, it's, it's just ridiculous how they can play like this away and you know have a nil nil draw with Swansea at home. You know, it just looks a bit mad. The Ben Davies goal that was a very good team goal to build up to that, but. Yeah. The funny he's doing well. He's doing well. He's doing mm. well. For someone that uh, everyone's like, oh, well, Danny Rose is definitely better. Well, when Danny Rose is fully fit, he's going to have a, quite a hard time shifting him out of place. He's doing his job. Yeah, no, but remember, definitely. do you remember last year when I, when we was talking about their, their wing backs? Remember I said Ben Davis and that Kieran Trippier. They got yeah. two good wingers. I mean, wing backs there. Cast, yeah. yeah. So, and he had a brilliant game yesterday. Was it two assists, mm. one goal? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, definitely saw a goal and assist. I don't know if he got too bad. Yeah, yeah, he's doing his job. I, it's he's not spectacular. I suppose some people say the same about Kane. Some people say he's the best player in the league. I'm not going to go into that in this podcast. We can nah, no chance. no chance. <laughs> That's an <laughs> no argument chance. I had after football as well, watching the game. But um, <laughs> Ben Davies just doing the job. He's neat, tidy, gets stuck in. He's very good at delivering. And he can now, he seems to be able to find the net all the time. Because my first thought was, what was he doing there in the first place? When the ball was paid, I was like, um, ain't you a wing back? <laughs> so you see him charging yeah. forward. And I was thinking, he's going to blaze this over. Poof, slotted. Well, done his job. <laughs> what else can you say? I mean, the, their last goal was a bit comical, though, with uh, Sissoko, apparently, you know, uh, that, that's yes, not you heard it goal. right. Apparently, that, scoring a goal. <laughs> Because that's not his goal. <laughs> that's not his goal, man. And he should be embarrassed to even try and claim that one. But he I mean, hasn't scored for them in a prem, so he's going to take it. But man, that's not his goal. I, I don't even know where that pass was going to, because that's what it was. Yep. It was a pass. Because I mean, where's that, where's that? What do they call it? The dubious goal um, panel. Dubious goal panel, panel or whatever I it's think called. They've, I mean, they've given it to him, haven't they? Let me check yeah, they out. have. And oh. you know, they must have been on holiday because they're not doing a job. That was not <laughs> that was not going on on target. Right? Yeah, no. They're having a laugh with that one. But yeah, once again, you know, decent result for, for Spurs. Six points behind the... Six points? What am I talking about? Five points behind the Man United or the Manchester clubs. Yeah. Um, looking pretty decent but you know once again it's the big question mark over their home form which we shall wait and see how that goes all right we're going to the big one now aren't we kuda okay yeah we're gonna cover this quickly mate we're gonna cover this game quickly mate i don't hear about this well i've got to talk obviously the game we're talking about is man united Walloping my boys, Crystal Palace four 0 Old Trafford. Yeah, uh, first thing I want to say is last podcast I was worried about Man United's firepower, thinking that if Crystal Palace played like they did Man City, we wouldn't score as much. I'm glad that we scored four, so we're only one goal behind them. So I'm happy about that. <laughs> I I don't know really. I don't think this game was that far. I don't think it was total domination. I do think there was glimpses. I have to say, well done for Fellaini. He's really taking this, I'm going to re- try and replace Pogba. And to be honest, he's kind of doing better because he's scoring on a regular basis. And uh, Ashley I mean, Young, that's the only thing I've got a problem with, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw it to butt in there because, <laughs> Go on, you know, even Crystal Palace and in their best form with all our players available, you know, getting beaten 4-0 at Old Trafford is not, you know, I mean, it's not a surprising result as such, but... Last week, 5-0 at the Etihad. And you guys let <laughs> Fabian Delph score. This week, 
4-0 and you let Fellaini score. <laughs> Two <laughs> goals. Mate, I mean, there were, there were tap-ins, but still, come on, man. You're not taking liberties. Who's going to score next? <laughs> you know, for Chelsea. I'm, I'm trying to Google. Who's, yeah, exactly. Courtois <laughs> might get my, my slap in a hat-trick next week. Kante, Kante will score. Kante will score. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? We're just a charity. I mean, last year, last year, what we, we were all, all the goals of the seasons were against, you know, <laughs> yes, against Crystal one. Palace, you know. Giroud's Scorpion kick, you know, the, that shot from um, Andy Carroll, you know, and a whole host of other goals. You know, Crystal Palace this week, or this year, you know, we just charity goals. Berahino might score <laughs> against yeah. us this season. <laughs> we'll probably be the team where he breaks his duck. <laughs> shocking. Absolutely shocking. But our players and yeah, I can't, I can't blame Roy. You know, like I said earlier, I'm not going to judge him on anything that happens, you know, in these three games, City, Man United, and this next game against Chelsea. You know, my, my eyes are on the games after that. And frankly, the players, it's the players that to blame. I mean, the thing that really annoyed me the most was the Lukaku goal because the way we lost the ball, first of all, and Vanano, and one of our other players, I can't remember, I think he might have been punching, not running back, you know, as Lukaku is literally just strolling into the box for a tap <laughs> yes, in. You guys are having a laugh. Absolutely having a laugh. You're lucky not to get away, not getting an L this week, mate. I mean, and so, some of these players, when January comes, man, oh, we've got to do some wholesale changes. Yeah, whole, team. Whole, <laughs> whole team might have to get shot. But the thing, who's, who wants to buy them? They're on Premier League wages. No Premier League club wants to buy any of these players apart from Zaha and, you know, maybe Benteke. Yeah, I think Zaha's know. gone. So, I think Zaha's gone. Yeah. Oh, Zaha's definitely yeah, gone. Zaha's definitely, I mean, you know, Zaha's definitely gone. So it's not looking good. Seven games, seven losses, and not no a goals. single goal. <laughs> I mean, and we've got Chelsea coming up next, so it's going to be eight. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So basically, we're already, what, four points? Four points um, off the next team, Bournemouth. You know, and um, yeah. seventeen is five boys. points. He's not looking good at all. He's not looking good at all. Not looking you know? good at so all. So it's like it, it's, this. This is like starting the season. Basically, we just said, you know what? Let's just do a thirty-game season. <laughs> just, just <laughs> take off the eight games. We we just play thirty. <laughs> Might as well just done that. You know, shocking, shocking, <laughs> and expect us to stay. Not happening. I think we're going down this year. Yeah. Um. But you know what? Yeah, the first goal that was scored for Man United. The, the play from Rashford, I mean, your defender, he might as well have not been there at all because <laughs> he just turned him out of this world. That little dummy he done, he That's was in Ward. the box. He was, yeah, Ward, he the was missing right, in action. right back in the league. Bruv, I didn't even know what his name was because that is like there was nobody there because the way he turned him and left him, it's like... Yeah, he broke he his might as well ankles, have a name. Yeah. He broke his ankles. <laughs> Where are you? One dummy. <laughs> and then the way the ball he played in for Matt, beautiful. He had, all he had to do was just Hit it and it was going in because Hennessy ain't saving none. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> that's that's one keeper I got no confidence in. <laughs> um, I only want to read his stats. They're a horror show. Right? Uh, you know what? I, I was thinking about it, but I think I'm gonna not do that. <laughs> just, just, no, I won't do that. I'm actually interested in how much. I know this is a bit my night correspondence kicking in here. I'm actually interested to see how far this United team go because the next couple of games are going to be real red hot. Starting with Liverpool, obviously. Got to sort them out first and then got Tottenham and Chelsea in between. So we'll see how far this team can actually go now with the competition. That's the thing. I think you guys have... Um, you've, you've obviously had a great start 
But a lot of the teams you played are in the bottom half of the table, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we, haven't, and, we haven't played so. uh, the big boys yet, really. Uh, Everton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, and that, that will show us what you're really made yeah, of. Yeah, and I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to it, to be honest. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. All right. What should we talk about next? Mm-hmm. I think we should go to the Liverpool oh, game. Might well move on to the other big boys. Liverpool. What are you saying, Sean? Yeah. How do you Sean, like it? Sean, break it down. <laughs> yeah, game's 1-1, one, one, done. Move on to the next game. <laughs> 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 We're not going to talk about anything else. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's how most Liverpool fans feel. <laughs> yeah, all right, let's talk about this game. Coutinho fired in a free kick, yeah? And Husserlou that couldn't hit a barn door managed to get 1-1. One, one. Next game, that's done. Right? <laughs> well, Coutinho yeah. wasn't a free kick. It was a brilliant shot. Oh, it was shot. a brilliant shot. It's a well, there you go. That's how mad I was. Yeah, it was a brilliant shot from outside the box. He beat the keeper at his near post. Brilliant. Yeah. Shout out to Liverpool fans that said that he should go. Yeah. Coutinho or he shouldn't be playing because he wanted to go yeah <laughs> alright then mate um, so what are we going let, to let, let's let's talk about nah, that horse league goal was nah. that's a joke I mean how how you can get a ball through the two, two centre centre-backs backs. disgusting that is shocking that is disgusting <laughs> and then for the second for, and then what crap we have is the as well I don't know what he thought he was I mean, he thought he had a lot of time <laughs> you know just there strolling with the ball as if Matty ain't going to run back but the Matty runs back tackles him and he's the ball against it's, his it's shin, unlucky, and he goes it's unlucky in. For lucky, Matthew, that was so right? lucky. Very unlucky. But I couldn't. I, 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 it's just one of those ones where you saw it and thought, "Flip me, that is just Liverpool all over." Especially when you get chances upon chances upon chances mm. or half chances. Ah, uh, don't. All right, here what? Let me talk about this. Go on, one. sure. There we <laughs> go. You said on, it mate. now, yeah? Yeah, go on. <laughs> this is why I said we needed a striker. We've had so many opportunities. I don't know how Sturridge and Salah and even Oxley chamberlain missed all them opportunities. It should have been at least 4-1, yeah? <laughs> and like I said, I don't know how Hosselu got through like that. Between the two setbacks, it is absolutely despicable. I mean... I don't even know what to say. It's just a despicable performance. <laughs> How can you not talk about uh, getting top four and oh, it's even it's bad? And now I'm sounding like an Arsenal fan, like talking about top four. But it's, it's just it's ah, oh, it's despicable. So it was a oh, bad no. performance. They should have finished off that game. They have the. This is what it's been the last couple of games. They've had all the opportunities in the world to score goals and win the game. Sturridge and Salah, the dear ones were even worse. I don't know what they were both thinking. Uh, I don't know. Mm. If he don't get a if he don't get a striker in in January, then mate, I don't know what's gonna happen to him because these lot can't seem to score for love nor money. And then when he took Mane off, yeah, and, that was a decision that made me go, "What? What? What yeah, are you I was, doing?" I was I was looking at it and I said, yeah. "Mane's coming off." I thought, "Oh, there we go. This is gonna end up a draw or a loss because." It don't seem nothing's gonna run without mm. him. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I didn't get the 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 subs because looking at you, basically took off your front three, one by one. You know, I'm you know an ambitious, for me, an ambitious team would have taken off one of the midfielders and put on another attacker. Do you know what I mean? And really gone for yeah, it. Yeah, for me, and I try mean, to for win. Firmino can play behind you know? storage. or Firmino can play and keep Salah on because Salah's pace. I don't think he was tired. So even if he was tired, yeah. he can do the the pace of the last foot on the you know final third. So keep him up there and then go for it. But I think he was also worried about um, Newcastle's counter attack, which became more obvious in the second half. And 
But that's what I'm saying. You know, you know, it, it, it wasn't brave. It, the substitution wasn't it brave. Wasn't brave. No, it wasn't. It wasn't brave. It was same, same oh, as always. Okay. It's, it's not really working. But what I'm going to do, I'm just going to change the personnel and I hope that these guys do better than the guys that are on there. But you're not actually really changing the system. Yeah, you know, no. you're not really, you're not really more attacking or less. You know, I mean, a more defensive. And you, just but, and you know what? I understand he's free because um, I don't know what player that came on for Newcastle. I think it was a striker that had the ball at his feet so close to the six yard but he just couldn't get out in time to pass it or hit any power into it yeah so I don't know are are you happy with draw seeing the end or definitely not are you still mad because you should have ripped it shouldn't have had any of those chances obviously we could to be honest to be honest, it should have never got to that. The game should have been dead and buried. Like I said, Hosolu, he could not score for... It's like he's been listening to me on the podcast and he's come and punished me this week because he. the last two two games I watched him play, this guy had about three or four opportunities. He should have had two hat-tricks in his last two games, yeah? And he could not hit the goal. He could even hit the post for love nor money. I don't even think he hit the keeper with some of them. That's how bad the shots were. He came in today and scored the goal. And... What I don't understand is, I mean, you've played Sturridge, yes. Sturridge ain't scored. Put Shalanki in. Give the kid a chance. Let's see what he's going to do because the people who you're putting in there to score the goals, they're not scoring the goals. So you need mm. to change it up and you're not seeing, doing so. And this is at the same... Right, let me go back to Brendan Rodgers now, yeah? Ooh, you see when oh, Rodgers oh, was there? No, nah, this is what I'm saying. Now, him, yeah, we're going back now. <laughs> you see with Brendan Rodgers, remember, if you listen to them podcasts when Brendan Rodgers was there, he ne- never has a plan B. He never had a plan B. Mm. Yeah. And, and that, the same that, thing with Klopp. That's he what I'm saying, yeah. There, there was no plan B with him subs. It was just sort of... Same thing. Sort of like for like... And run what I've told you, Ed, their man to do. You do the mm. same thing. And if that don't work, just play for the draw, basically. So, that's mean, basically what you've told them. I'm not even going to try and take it a dig here, and I'm really not. But this is the same thing that when we were talking in the, in the transfer windows, I was saying that I don't see Liverpool challenging for the title because the same problems as last season. Against the big teams, the way you play is dangerous. You're actually, I trust you against the big teams, like to, to, to do a job. But when it comes to these teams here, yeah, where you're going to dominate the ball, you might, watch well, you, you should dominate the ball and you should uh, have loads of chances. And you would think, take that clinical finishing that you have against the big teams and put it here and then you'll be title challenging. But it seems to be the same, same thing where, you're just these small games or smaller games you're either drawing or losing and that these are the games that's actually gonna define your season yep but you know what enough of my boys (laughs) (laughs) enough of my boys I've had enough now let's move it on anyway as for Newcastle it was a very good performance decent result and you know they've come come into the league from the championship looking like a Certified mid-table team. Yeah, yeah. Rafa Rath- <laughs> knows what he's doing, man. He's safe. Exactly. I-, I do have a fear exactly. that he's gonna leave at some point, probably mid-season, mm. and unravel that team completely. Because I don't think he's getting the support he he's, he needs yeah. at the top. Well, that that, that will we'll see. No, that I, I, I was I was impressed with them. Yeah, but I thought you know, watching them, you can see that everyone knows what they're supposed to be yeah. doing. They're very sort of tactical. You know, they're playing obviously, obviously playing on a counter attack and that, but. You know, I thought it was a very good performance from their perspective. Anyway, yeah. and uh, you know what, Sean's, Sean's obviously had enough of this game. So before before we even on. think about the game, we have to go to the one game because our L of the week is in here. Of course, yeah. of course, <laughs> of course. Stoke and versus Southampton. I mean, 
Oh, I'm, I'm just going to go straight into the helmet. Go straight into it, man. <laughs> straight in. Berahino. This guy's gone 19 months without scoring a Premier League goal. 19 months or 300 hours. Something silly. <laughs> you know, or, or football. And he gets a penalty, which, yeah, it was a penalty, but I don't know. I thought he went down a bit easy. But yeah, Van, Van Dijk did pull him. But then the way you run, <laughs> you run to grab the ball and said, yep, this is mine. And then to do that pathetic <laughs> shot he tried. Oh, come on, mate. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was so easy for the keeper to save it. That was, oh, shocking. Absolutely shocking. For someone, and then now your confidence is even further down. You've got 19 months without scoring a goal and you've missed a penalty. Oh, what L. Absolutely. Absolutely having a laugh. Bias for the game. I thought Stoke were back. Back to the usual home form of the season. After that embarrassing, um, well not embarrassing, but that drubbing by Chelsea last week. You know, come back with a decent win here. But um, towards the end, though, I thought, I thought Southampton could have got, at least could have, could have got a draw there. They should have won it. They should have won it. Gabbandini had two clear-cut chances to at least get them a draw. He can let alone win it. Hmm. And he missed yeah. both of them. He fluffed his lines, mate. Nah, I thought, yeah, he's, look, you can see why he's on the bench. <laughs> I mean, I mean he, st- he started off well, you know, we, we, we thought on this podcast, you know, a move to Liverpool might even be on the cards, but. Okay. <laughs> Since he plays for Southampton in that part. Mm, nah, right. That been, move is still on. They need a striker. <laughs> well, they need one that can finish, no one that's fumbling. But well, they might as well get Peter Crouch then, because at least he's finishing. 36 year old Peter Crouch coming in from the bench. Oh, yeah, we're taking that tap in. <laughs> you know I mean? He'll give you a plan B as well. He can just hoop everyone, it up to him when he gets everyone knows desperate. Peter Crouch's strength, <laughs> and not everyone knows you can't really stop it. <laughs> so he's still, he's still a useful guy, even at 36 years old. Um, yeah, that, that, but uh, that game, I'm glad. Stoker gone back to their ways. Um, it is a shame on, on Southampton because they do play nice football. I have to give it to them. And they did have their chances. Mm. So we have to see. Yeah. We have to see what continues on from there. You know, normally we don't give this team their props. They're usually our team for the jokes. So we have to say <laughs> Arsenal 2-0. Well done to them. And it should have been more. <laughs> it should have been more. I mean, they were camped. I mean, the first, was it, I think it was the first half. There's a little spell where uh, Brighton could have equalised. They had a little, you know, a little, a little spell where they were breaking on Arsenal. But really and truly, Arsenal should have put this bed, uh, this game to bed. You know, and for them not to, um, you know, for it's only going to be 2-0, they're lucky that, you know, Brighton couldn't finish. But I thought, very good performance. Um, I was happy that Lacazette didn't score because a lot of people had him at captain in the fantasy teams. Yeah. good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, decent, very good, decent result for yeah. um, very good for for, very, for, yeah, for Arsenal very, there. Not much, not much we can say really because the opposition wasn't really in the top quality. Yeah. Nah. But a Wobi that was mm. a good finish by a Wobi, finish off a good yeah. team move for Wobi. So yeah, Monreal scoring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> Wait, well, that, that, <laughs> that was a scrappy goal, wasn't it? <laughs> I just <laughs> ping pong inside the penalty <laughs> box. A goal. They all count. They all count. They all count. 
But for me, possibly the best game of, the, of this week, though, for me was uh, West Brom uh, against Watford, surprisingly, because West Brom are usually, boring. you know, the, the most boring, probably the most boring team in the league. But, uh, you know, they're so this is quite quite good, actually. You know, what, what uh, did they go 2-0 up in this game, was it? Yeah, two? they were 2-0 yeah, up. They went 2-0 up. Yeah. 2-0 um, up, man. Jeez. And then what was it, 95th minute? Richarlison yeah. scores a header. Oh, man. And even Pulis was crying about the free kick that led, that led to the, what's it called, the crossbar. Yeah. A free kick anyway. I, I don't know what he's moaning about. I thought it was a free kick. Mm. And um, yeah. But again, the funny thing is, it's a case where they really, they got very comfortable at 2-0. And mm. they should yep. have put the game away before the 2-0 anyway. And then when you can see when Watford started building up pace and they were going to go for it and then they got yeah. the one goal and they just kept attacking. At that point, as a manager, you got to know you got to shut up shot. And I thought West, West Brom are meant to be good at that. Uh, Tony yep. Pino's teams are meant to be good at just shutting the whole game down. They didn't. And eventually they got punished for it. And also it's credit to Watford for keep going. They kept going at it. And you can even see in the side. Really, they shouldn't yeah. have. Yeah. They, they shouldn't have gone to sleep though because Watford... You know, away from home, four games, three wins, one and this draw. You know, this is a, this is a quality team. The only teams with a better away record is Tottenham and Man City. You know, so <laughs> you know, you know, this is a, this is a, they're away from home. They're a big team, yeah, basically. Yeah. So yeah. you know, if you're gonna be too new up. You need to you need to make sure that you're not giving away silly free kicks. All right, you know what I mean. But um, yeah. Move on to the. I'm happy though. I'm ha- I'm definitely happy though because I don't like Pulis. <laughs> of course <Yeah>. you don't. <laughs> uh, moving right, on to the gonna... next one. Is it Bournemouth Leicester? No, that no, was no, a nil sorry, nil. Sorry. West Ham. That was, nil. That was dry. I can't believe yeah, that was West Ham for Stuart. West Ham. Since... You gotta go to West Ham Swansea. Bournemouth Leicester. That was nil nil. Nothing to talk about. <laughs> nothing happened. We'll Dead skip game. on you, mate. So Dead we're on game, to man. West Ham versus Swansea, and what a heartbreaker this was. Oh, do you know what? Yeah. I don't have any notes for this here, apart from I was very tempted to bring this guy up as an L. I know he scored the winner, you know, Sacco. But the audacity, I don't know if it's just me that noticed this. Did you see him when he, he took off his top and he tried to do that messy... Yeah, and the guy who's telling the, the camera up. to look at I his I was name. like, are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> like, who are you? <laughs> you know what? I'm not, I saw the goal and it's not like the goals are Waldy or something. Like, he took off his shirt and I was thinking, so you're going to get a yellow card for that? Well, why? And then yeah. he's like, nah, but, and I was thinking, oh, what are you doing? What is that fixing up the shirt? <laughs> nah, but you know what? I could probably see why he done it. Because you see when they subbed off Fernandes and they were bringing him on. Did you hear the West Ham fans booing? And the man came on mm. and slapped in the goal to give you uh, lot the win. Is that what, what? So West Ham fans, you're lucky you don't hold it ill. Because <laughs> they were booing him, they were booing when he was coming on when they took off yeah, Hernandez, yeah, yeah. and he came on and slapped in the goal. How do you feel? Okay, yeah, that's the but case. then you know, I'm sorry, but I know that gives that does give it context. However, you're you're Diafra Saka, you know what I, mean? <laughs> I mean, what you should be doing is you know running up to the fans and then turning your back and pointing to your name, you know, at the back of the back of your or, shirt, you know, do the point running thing, up to them you know, and sticking your hand feeling. behind your ear. Like, can uh, you hear the bruise again? You know please? I mean? like, but, but not taking off your shirt like you're messy. No. Taking off your shirt and then showing, showing the people your name. I mean, only Messi and Ronaldo is allowed to do that. 
Anyone else does that, you look silly, mate. Stop it. And even Ronaldo, to, to a certain extent, looked a bit silly doing it, you know, because done Messi had done fight, it already. Yeah. So, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, really and truly, come on, stop it. <laughs> stop it. You could have, you are. Oh, I was so tempted to give him an L. <laughs> so tempted. <laughs> do you know what? Yeah. You would, you would get this, though. You have a laugh. Is he having a laugh? Because <laughs> that's exactly what he was having. <laughs> Sorry, Stuart, but, you know, he has to be said, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, oh, what's it? What, what have you got left? What are the actually interesting what games have you got left? Burnley. Oh, you, you, ah, your, your, your team lost again, boys. You know what, right? One nil. This team, this team that's supposedly going to finish above us. I'm not even going <laughs> to get involved in this uh, prediction that I, we, I made anymore. <laughs> I think it's time to put that behind me and move on. Yeah. What I am going to say is... <laughs> I hope Schneiderlin's caught his cab. <laughs> because if you're going to go at that speed and get done, <laughs> you should be get running. You should have just kept sliding. Like like that Nike advert, yeah. just keep sliding all the way back <laughs> to the changing room and don't come back out. That was... Oh, man. Oh, that was so beautiful, man. I think it was one of Burnley's only chances of the game and so yeah. smooth. And he took the, he finished it well afterwards, but it was just yeah, seeing he a wrong player. footed Pickford, didn't it? Yeah, he just seeing that player slanting, he just slide right across. You know, I watched the video, I watched this goal four times just to make sure I got it right about the player because <laughs> I that was the only thing I wanted to mention. Not the goal, yeah. Not the game, not my predictions about everything, which is clearly unfolding, right? Just that. <laughs> what a goal! Beautiful. That should get gold a month, just to remind him. Yeah, and. Uh... Their manager, uh, Kuman, he's definitely under pressure now. You know, after, after the money they've spent, to be sitting there on seven points after seven games, you know, sixteenth in the table. Yeah, that's bad. 16th. what I mean. Two points off the relegation. Come on, you know the money you've spent and the amount of players you've signed. This shocking, shocking. You know, this is a man that you know they were talking about him going to the big clubs. He's really sort of undoing his <laughs> his reputation. At the start of this season, he definitely needs to turn it around. Oh, yeah, man. And uh, might as well move on to um, the predictions. I mean, there's no Premier League next week. It's uh, the international break. <sighs> yep. This nonsense. Uh, Everyone's very excited about that. Get to watch England play against some PE teachers or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and still struggle to win. <laughs> and still, yeah, exactly. And still struggle to win. Yep. But we will predict the next week because there won't be any podcast next week. So, uh, we will give the predictions for next week or the next game week of the Premier League. Yeah. You want to start that off? Yes. We got Liverpool versus Man United. I've predicted at a 2 2 draw. I've got a 1 1 draw. I've got a 2 1 Man United. All right. We've got Burnley versus West Ham. I've got Burnley for a 2 0 victory. I've got Burnley 2 1. Uh, I've got Burnley 3 1. All right. <laughs> We got Palace versus Chelsea. I got oh, Chelsea boy. for a three nil victory. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I've got uh, Chelsea for a two nil. Yeah, I've got Chelsea for a three nil. I don't think they're gonna whoop you still. All right, well, well, you just jinxed us there. <laughs> <laughs> we got Man City versus Stoke. I got Man City for a four one victory. I've got Man City three one. I've got Man City two one actually. Right, we've got Swansea versus Huddersfield. I've got Huddersfield for a 2-1 victory. 
Same, Huddersfield 2-1. Spot on, Huddersfield 2-1. So yeah, Swansea will win that. Well, yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're on to Spurs versus Bournemouth. I've got Spurs for a 3-1 victory. I've got Spurs 4-0. I've got Spurs 5-0. I don't see Bournemouth doing anything this game. But <laughs> nope. All right, we've got Watford versus Arsenal. I've got Watford for a surprise 2-1 victory. You know, I must be copying your notes, mate, because I've got Watford for a two-one victory. So. And you guys, no, no, you guys, you got the same. Nah, you guys don't rate Arsenal. I've got a two-two draw still. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've got- well, I've got them finishing above Everton, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nice work. All right, we've got Brighton versus Everton. I got this for a nil-nil. I've got Brighton to win this two-nil. Well, I'm still supporting this uh, Everton dream, so I've got Everton to win 1-0. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're on to Southampton versus Newcastle. i got this for a 1-1. I've got this Southampton 1-0. I've got it for Newcastle 2-1. And on to the last game, we've got Leicester versus West Brom. I've got this for a 3-1 Leicester. I've got this as a 2-2 Draw. I got it for a 3-1 Leicester show. Well done. Good lad. Yes. There you have it. There you have it. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that his predictions are absolute rubbish. (laughs) 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 Don't waste your money. Gamble responsibly. Yeah. Stuart's not here. I'll make sure I'll say that. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Anyway, if you enjoyed listening to the podcast, make sure you subscribe. Give us a rating on iTunes. Leave them star ratings. Um, SoundCloud. Like, share, comment, all that stuff. Castbox, everything. Stitcher, subscribe. Make sure you subscribe and leave a rating. And uh, catch us on Facebook, End-to-End Football Podcast. Instagram, End-to-End. No, Instagram, E2E Football Pod. Twitter, E2E Football Pod. YouTube, E2E Football Pod. And see you again in a couple of weeks' time. Later. Adios. Bye. That's <laughs> just speed it up. It's <laughs> 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 <laughs>